going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Major Keys Podcast with your host, Zach Wilson. We have a very special guest today. You know how we do. We talk to keyboard players about music and life and everything in between. This is a part of the series where I'm featuring all of the instructors that made me, me. This is Mr. Stephen Thornton. <laughs> Wrap it up. Thank Wrap you for up. having me. Thank you for having me. I'm a fan of the podcast. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So, first of all, first question we ask everybody: How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm hanging in there. I'm trying to keep it in the road, as I would tell gotta you. Gotta keep it. In, <laughs> gotta keep it in the road. Sometimes we're right here. Sometimes you got you veer off. But hey, just just, just keep <laughs> keep keep it keep, in the road. Keep it where it, keep it where it, keep it where it needs to be. Absolutely. So, um, we're gonna start from the top. Sure. How did you get started playing keys, and um, and we'll go on from there. Okay, I feel like you know this already. This this is for the people. This is for the people, <laughs> Stephen. Like you know, I I know you. Yes, I know you. But you know. Okay, sure. Um, so it all started uh, back when I was about four or five. My mother decided to enroll my brother and I. I've got an older brother by four years, mm-hmm. and um, in piano lessons, um. Even though we had showed zero interest mm. in piano or music at all. Mm. So, um, yeah, when I was about four or five years old, I wanted to be a professional baseball player more than anything in the world. Uh. So music wasn't on my radar. Um, but anyway, um, enrolled us in that, I think, during, during the summer break. And I was a terrible student. Um, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't practice. Um, showed no signs of promise, unlike you. Uh, I, it, I'm filming these episodes out of order, but Mr. Mitchell almost cut me from <laughs> lessons, so I didn't. There was there was not a lot of promise at the beginning, but but continue. But anyway, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I I I didn't give it the time of day. Um, it wasn't until about third grade, though. We had a in my elementary school, we had a music teacher. Um, who would come in and teach us a song, and I kind of liked it. And I, I kind of took to it, um, I guess, fairly easily. And the only thing was you had to be in the third grade in order to join the, the chorus at my school. And so I couldn't wait till I, t- till I got into the third grade to join. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that singing is how I, how I got started in music. And I did that throughout elementary school, got to travel a little bit, um, got into middle school. Uh, middle school was was a very different experience than than elementary school, mm-hmm. mainly because the instructor just didn't know how to handle us inner city kids. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> we 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 from the hood. We we from we we from from Bloomfield. So yeah, it was it was it was different. Um, we didn't do as many performances. Didn't do as many as as engagements. And so after. I guess towards the end of middle school, um, I was starting to to lose en- enthusiasm for it, and um, the high school instructor um, came down to the middle school. They they call mm-hmm. it a smooth move, basically, where the high school students showcase what they're going to do or what high school is kind of about, kind of the you know the arts and some of the athletic programs that they have. And that year we had a new instructor or the high school that we were going to because it was right next door. Mm-hmm. Um, he came down and um, introduced himself, um, old guy. And, um, I, you know, I, I kind of sized him up, really didn't give him, <laughs> you know, I, I can't remember a thing that he said. He gave a whole spiel, whole intro and, and pitch probably. But I was like, you know, if it's anything like what I'm experiencing now in middle school, because all we did was watch Jerry Springer in 106 in Park. In middle, at, at school? In, in chorus class. Oh, wow. Like. Jerry Springer in 106. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, so I was like, you know, if it's going to be like this, and definitely if I'm going to have the same, you know, group of classmates going with me, um, 
yeah, I don't know if I want to do this, continue this anymore. Um, so I got into high school and I didn't sign up for any music classes at all. Um, but then the people that I took chorus with in middle school <clears throat> were would come to me and we had classes together and we say, Steve, man, um, Mr. Mills is looking for you. That mm. was that was the old guy's name. Yeah. The 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 instructor in high school. And I was like, well, in the words, he's looking for me. Mm-hmm. Um, he had gotten our names at the end of his, his spiel. And anyway, like next class, same thing. Man, Mr. Steve, is, I mean, Mr. Mills is looking for you, Steve. He wants to see you. I was like, uh, all right. So I asked my science teacher, Miss Relier, shout out. Mm-hmm. She gave me a hall pass to go up there to see Mr. Mills. And I get up there to the chorus room. Chorus room is a group of double doors that lead to it. And these things, if you have experience with it, they slam Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. behind you. Uh I had never been to the chorus room before. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know the action. Of the door. Of the door. Mm -hmm. So when I open the door, it slams behind me. Mm. And I, you know, I'm frozen looking down and I look up and this room is full of upperclassmen and Mr. Mills is mm-hmm. sitting right there. All eyes are on me at this point mm-hmm. and everything's dead silence. And so anyway, I introduce myself to Mr. Mills or he says, can I help you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Stephen Thornton. You were looking for me? Yes, Mr. Thorne. Uh, when are you going to come join us? Like right there. Oh, wow. On the spot, mm. right in front of everybody. And so. Your reputation uh, preceded you. <laughs> I don't know about that. But um, I said, well, I didn't sign up for any classes this semester, but next semester I'll sign up. I was like, okay, great. And so, yeah, I signed up next semester, um, my freshman year. And man, it was a life-changing experience. That was definitely one of the, the more important decisions that I ever made because mm. he exposed me to so much. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the first time I'd ever gotten sheet music um, okay. in, in a chorus program. Um, and Mr. Mills um, was a stickler for sight reading and being able to sight sing. Oh, okay. Um, he didn't want singers that were just being taught by rote and just monkey, monkey see, monkey do mm-hmm. type stuff. Hey, match this note and, and that sort of thing. No, he wanted you to be able to read music because mm-hmm. he, he, he was a musician himself. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I got, got exposed to a lot. Um, jazz, um, that was my first time ever doing anything jazz related, um, was, was singing and doing some standards. And anyway, yeah, I got to travel, got to go to Europe. Um, my junior year, mm. about seven different countries, um, singing and right around freshman year, I was like, you know what, this, I remember this middle C stuff Yeah, yeah, yeah. from when I was like four or five years old. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what, to make myself a better singer and a better reader, uh-huh. you know, we still had the keyboard at home. Still had the books that we used from, you know, when I was four and five. So we got, so I, um, I got the books out and started, started, started practicing, um, and teaching myself how to play and how, and you know, how to become a better reader. Um, and it also got me out of some house chores. That was, (laughs) that was the other benefit. Oh yeah. (laughs) My mom would be in the kitchen, she'd be cooking something, and she would always, you know, if my brother was on the keyboard practicing, she would always call me instead of him. Oh. And he was sitting right there next uh-huh. next to the kitchen, and it would always irk my soul. <laughs> like, why is she calling me and he's right there? So mm-hmm. I got smart, Zach. Mm-hmm. I said, next time, I'm going to be on the keyboard, mm-hmm. and Garrett's going to have to do all these chores. So you practice to get out of, hmm, all right. Yes. Hey, if it worked. Yeah. If it worked. Yeah. It turns out she just enjoyed listening to us practice mm. and she didn't want to, she didn't want anything to interrupt us. Um, but yeah, so I, I thought it was a nice cheat code. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's what got me started. I did that throughout high school, went through a book every summer, go through, the, go, go through a book of, of lessons. Shout out to John Thompson series. Mm-hmm. And um, got into college. Um, and I be I joined the chorus there reluctantly, and um, the uh, chorus instructor there um, noticed you know that I read pretty well, and then I started tinkering around in some practices, and, and that led to ultimately me accompanying the concert choir for for my university, mm-hmm. um, and. In college, met met my wife. That was by far the best decision I ever made, because um, her whole family is musical. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, her, her mom had her own singing group in Atlanta. Her dad toured with the Tams and Drifters in Texas. For context, it's weird because I am filming these out of order. Okay. So like I got it. So like, but if you listen to the last episode <laughs> with Mark Mitchell. His daughter, Gia Nicole Mitchell, married Stephen Thornton. Right. And so this is how we <laughs> kind of met in a way, in a way. Exactly. I mean, like, we'll, we'll get there in your story, but like they, there's a relation. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. And so another, another burst of, of, of exposure through them, mm-hmm. got the opportunity to teach at their school, Mitchell's Academy. And yeah, that's, that's where I met you. And several your other. life has gone uphill. <laughs> Every, <laughs> life's gone uphill ever since. Yeah, I had the wonderful pleasure of working with you. Um, yeah, that was that was. Yeah, I I I still am very proud of of those years and those moments. Ah, what a so, yeah. Okay, so we're gonna go back. Um, so you're telling me you kind of ish. So like, you never really like had a personal instructor like you kind of played or you kind of got taught through the teachers at your schools but you never like went somewhere after school or went somewhere during school and like had one-on-one instruction right no i i i didn't um outside of like i said when i was about four or five over a summer um with and, a with a a private piano instructor no mm-hmm. um no i did it all at home Wow. And so and so being in school, being in chorus, that's what made you think like, oh, you know what? This is this is cool. So so when you're learning. So like it was like high school when it like kind of switched for you, like, oh, I want to actually get better at this. Exactly. So was it hard for you when you were kind of because you were kind of learning on your own? Yeah. So so was it hard for you? I don't know about the Thompson series. So like what what was that? Like, like what I know it was classical, but like, what was the oh, the yeah. gist of the stuff that they were teaching you, or uh, like in the books? Yeah, uh, so it's 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 pretty all encompassing. It, it 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 touches on theory. It touches on, um, obviously reading, um, and different genres of music. Um, oh, it doesn't really go into jazz or anything like you know. I guess extremely contemporary mm-hmm. or very contemporary. It's a pretty old series. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't remember how old it is, but anyway, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's classical stuff, um, Renaissance. And, you know, there, there are a few contemporary pieces. If the further advanced you get, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's mostly going to be your, your Bach, your Mozart, your Beethoven, mm-hmm. um, your Litz, Chopin, um, Handel, you know, those, those, those greats. So you really had the self-determination to do it on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, it was, it was a challenge that I enjoyed. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and like I said, I I thought it was making me a better musician overall. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I, I, I took a liking to that. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I'd I'd be up at night while everybody was asleep practicing Mm -hmm. and you know, it was, gotcha. Cause me, I, I kind of had that, but I needed needed guidance to like. <laughs> I mean, like, I was, oh, okay, yeah, that would that would be cool. But it was like I needed someone to to push me and to 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 figure it out. Like I was like, okay, like I'm like it was not not a sense of content really, but it was just like 
I'm just like, okay, well, this is this is where I'm at now. And then, like, when I go to lessons, I'll learn the next thing. And, like, I'm going to practice in between time. But it was never, like, a pressing thing of I need to learn the next the, the next thing and, like, get better. So that's no, that, that's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, I in college, I did take some, some music courses, some theory. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a um, – I actually had a, an organist – um, give me some lessons or give me a course um, in college um, for like two semesters. I did two recitals. Um, what was on the what was on the recitals? Um, so and that's the thing. So being self-taught, I didn't I didn't perform, you know, in front of anyone. It was all at home in my living room. OK. And so literally it wasn't until I got to college and was accompanying the concert choir and took you know took a course with 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 this professor um that i had my first recital ever mm-hmm. um and i was ambitious <laughs> probably mm. probably to a detriment i took on my very first recital i took on the third movement of moonlight sonata mm. um yeah by, by, but like by, how good were you at the at the time oh um, like was, like like looking back on it now was that like you know what? I probably should have not done that. Or was it like, oh, it was a challenge and it was actually decent and it kind of worked out? Um, it was it was a bit of both. I um I did so being my first recital, um I was nervous and but I, you know, I I, I practiced and 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 tried to show myself approved. Anyway, I had the music in front of me um that recital and I'll never forget I got about midway through through the piece and I lost my spot. Oh, like reading the sheet music. Like reading. Oh, you didn't have the you didn't have the you didn't have the page turner. No, didn't have a page turner or anything. Oof. Um, oh gosh. And so There's no I'm, stems to help you. Nope. No it's just it's just there's you. No baseball. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's just you. And so literally I'm you know, I'm playing in front of this crowd of of other classmates other you know people and my professor comes out of the audience because i'm i'm a deer in headlights i'm i'm panicking like where where should i go where where did i leave off and for like a good minute like a good solid 60 seconds i'm lost and she comes out of the audience looks in my sheet music points exactly where I was. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I okay, and I and I start right back. And still got a standing ovation. I'm like, well, it, it might have maybe it was in your defense. I was like, it might have been a sympathy. That's all right. That's all right. Well come on now. Come come on. Find it. I th- I think it was just because it was probably one of the more challenging pieces done at this recital. They had other instrumentalists doing pieces mm-hmm. um, but I don't think anybody did anything as ambitious or challenging as that one that I did so yeah. you already pushed yourself possibly further or farther than you should have right yeah you prob- get there you lose your you lose it where were you in the lineup oh uh, let's see I was probably like midway it was, it was probably like maybe 15 um instrumentalists and yeah, I was probably like number seven mm. or, or six on program. And yeah, yeah. But the thing is, they probably talked about you on the way home. Yeah, hey, that, <laughs> that like, man, he, he almost lost it. But man, it, man, <laughs> man, but once he got it, because it was, it, it's a, it's a, uh, and flow sort of oh, yeah. contrasting situation. Like, the, oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, it was, it was, it's, it was one of those moments, I guess, as a musician where you never forget it because it humbles you. Um, and it, it reminds you of just just how, I guess, frail or even how you know your own humanity yeah, yeah. can can come to play, and you know you can't can't get the big head about this stuff. You can still lose your place. Oh, you can and completely forget mm-hmm. where you were. Um, that could be a sermon, but anyway, <laughs> you can lose your place, but someone will help you find it. Hey, mm-hmm. out of out of out of the wilderness, somebody will. There will be a ram in the bush. And oh yeah. So, so yeah, thankful for for Dr. Lee. Um, that's uh-huh. that was my um, 
Doctor Instructor, Doctor Quim Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's uh, she got her she's got a doctorate in composition, but she was she's a tremendous organist as well, pipe organ. Okay. So yeah, I got some pipe organ lessons. Even got my still got my shoes too. Pipe organ. Oh yeah, shoes. the organ the organ master the shoes the the pointing. Yes. Yeah. I kind of missed playing the organ, honestly. Hey, well, I'm sure there's a B there's there's, there's a B three waiting for you somewhere. <laughs> But um, okay, so that was, um, so let's fast forward to I guess how you got in contact with the Mister Mitchell and started teaching lessons, mm-hmm. and tell me what that experience was like for you. Um, so a little, so before that, when I met Gia, my wife, his daughter, um, it was during a summer camp where I was. Um, I was I started out as an assistant teacher, um, basically just a helper for Dr. Lee. And then when she took another position elsewhere, then I became the de facto mm-hmm. instructor. And so that was my baptism in teaching mm-hmm. right there. And that was to a group of, of, of children. How, how big was this group and how young or old were these children? So this was about 20 kids. Middle middle school and high school age. Oh gosh, yeah. And did okay. So it, this helps. Did the kids want to learn piano, <laughs> or were they at a camp that their parents sent them to, and piano lessons were a part of it? And it was like, ah, oh, maybe I like it, maybe I don't. So yeah, probably, probably probably a good seventy five percent were probably you know, hey, my teacher or my mom or somebody coerced me into signing up for this and the other 25 percent actually showed an interest oh man so they so not only is this your first teaching but it's with kids that don't may or may not want to learn yeah this is your first time teaching yeah by yourself Mm -hmm. like you're in the room and you got how long did you have to feel like maybe 30 minutes an hour oh no no this was this was the second half of the day so this was like after lunch um until about three o'clock Oh, no. so you, t- you had to, you had to, have, you had two hours of material. You had to have two hours of. Oh, goodness gracious! Yeah, and so were you out there bombing? Do you, do you, were you were you bombing or or were you keeping it together? Um, sometimes I, I, I'll admit there was. I, I know there was one time where I was just like, you know what? Y'all 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 do whatever. <laughs> If, if if y'all want to laugh and goof off, it makes me know. Never like, mind. You got to be like what twenty? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> yeah, I'm still in. I'm still in school. I'm still in college. My junior year, probably. And yeah, I'm just like, you know what? That is this. I didn't sign up for all of this. Um, I yeah. I I remember printing out some. You know, I I tried to find, you know, popular stuff that was out. That they could learn to try to read and and pick up, and I even had a challenge one time. And this was kind of a lesson to me, probably a thing not to do as a teacher. Is I thought if I gave the incentive, like, hey, whoever learns it first, I'll give like a dollar or something. Oh no! And so wait, what do you? There's there's a word for it. You're, uh, I was naive. No, no, no. no I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like I mean, like that too. You, you trying to appease the crowd. Right. There's a there's, there's a there's a word for it though. But it was I'll I'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I was I was reaching. That's, so you, I'm I'm trying to gain as much you know enthusiasm and zeal for for learning piano, and you know to these high school inner city kids and and middle schoolers, and you know all that did was just incentivize them to. You know, whoever got the dollar first, then oh, okay, well, ain't ain't no point of me even listening anymore, or even trying anymore. So yeah, that that plan backfired. Lesson learned. Oh yeah, from that. But yeah, it was it was it was definitely a struggle at time. Gia and the rest of the other assistants, um, you know, they they were helpful and got me through a lot of those tough times um, where it was it was it was getting to me. And I was just like, you know, this this is a bit much. And so right. anyway, as far as the answering your question, um, when I got to Mitchell's, um, yeah, that was that was kind of a breath of fresh air. Um, working one on one 
with with students for the most part. I, the biggest challenge for me was trying to um, get what's the word um, for lack of a better one buy-in from from some students because they were used to they were used to they used to miss yeah used to miss, Mr. Mitchell right they were used and you're to, like hey who's who's homie trying right. to like all right <laughs> and, all right <laughs> and plenty of plenty of these seven-year-old and eight-year-old mm-hmm. and ten-year-old kids would tell me well that's not how Mr. Mark does it mm, and I would say to them do I look like Mr. Mark to you oh well hey ah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I would let them know early on that this 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 is a brand new day. This is a brand new era. Um, I I'm I'm not trying to be Mr. Mm. Mitchell. I can only teach the way that I teach. Mm-hmm. And but if you if you work with me, if you if I, I promise you, we'll get through this, and hopefully, you'll you'll learn something out of it. One of the best memories that I have from it was I had a student, his name was Jordan, um, who was accustomed to Mr. Mitchell. I was subbing mm-hmm. at that time for him. And so um, I guess Jordan had a hard time or wasn't progressing, I guess, as much as his, his mother would like. Mm-hmm. And so in working with him on, on a piece, he would get to a, a point and then stop and then go back. Mm-hmm. And and he would just basically continue doing the same thing over and over again. And I told mm-hmm. him, Jordan, um, if you, we, we, we have to progress past this point. Mm-hmm. And I know it might be new. I know it might be uncharted territory, but I know you can do it. And so anyway, he didn't have that confidence to go forward. And so I, I ultimately kind of had to put the fear of God in him type, mm-hmm. type deal. <laughs> and I said, Jordan, if you don't go to these next measures, I'm going to get very upset. And you don't want to see me very upset. Mm. Well, and the tears start strolling down his face. And so now I'm, I'm, I feel terrible. Oh, so, oh man, I was like, I didn't want to make him cry. I, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like oh, I, I went too far with him, but ultimately we we got through those next couple of measures and we start to progress and everything. And so now I'm not I'm dreading the talk with the parent afterwards. Oh yeah, at this point because I you know any parent can see when their child has cried. Um, and so anyway, Jordan goes out to his mom. I don't even follow him out. Oh gosh, <laughs> she comes back in. Mm-hmm. And she thanks me. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she says, I've, "I've, I've never, he's never gone that far before, and uh, you know, and 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 all of this, and and praising and everything for the for the progress that he had made and everything, and it it really made me feel, I guess, I guess have have some, you know, I'm doing something right, or at least making some type of impact." Mm-hmm. Um, on the on these children's lives and so that that was that was that that meant a lot mm. wow got you mm-hmm. sometimes you got to be you know you got to give a little tough love yeah every now and again but kind of like parenting mm-hmm. um if you show them that you care if you show show your students that that hey you know I'm I'm with you. I am for you. I'm going to support you, but at the same time, I'm not going to allow you to become complacent. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to allow you to to stagnate. Um, then, ultimately, I think they will appreciate you, and ultimately, you you know they'll they'll grow from that. So, how did you handle it if you got a student who was like, you know what, I don't necessarily want to do this, and they were like kind of like when when it became the one-on-one students i was like ah i don't really want to do this i ain't really like you know they didn't (laughs) care or like they didn't practice or even their parents didn't even push them to do what they were supposed to do so how do you how do you go about handling that um so yeah there were a couple of of students that i had that basically i babysat Mm -hmm. um and that was fine 
that was fine with me because, you know, going into it, I know not every student is going to become pianist. Shoot, if 1% mm-hmm. of my students became pianist at a semi-professional level, that would be a victory. But, you know, yeah. I, I realize even that goal is can, can sometimes be far-fetched. And so I realize, you know, like any coach, I have to go in, into this thinking, how can I how can I make an impact on this child's life beyond just the music, beyond just piano? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I've, I had a number of students um, that I would just sit and chat with mm-hmm. and get to know them and talk about whatever issues outside of, you know, piano and music. And we would try and tackle those things. I'm, I never forget one time at, at Mitchell's Academy, one of one of Gia's dance students came down into my room. I was waiting on another student to show mm-hmm. up. And this dance student comes in there and she's sad. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a little bitty thing. She couldn't have been no more than like four. Mm. And she's sad. And so I turned to her and said, well, do you know this song? And I'll start playing Mary Had a Little Lamb. Uh-huh. And, her, and instantly mm-hmm. her face brightens up and gets a smile on her face. And, you know, it's, it's, it's those types of things that you never know. I, I don't know what she was going through. She might have had some issues at home. She might have had a terrible practice yeah. in dance or whatever. But just me sitting down with her, I invited her to sit by me on the bench. Mm-hmm. And I started playing Just Mary Had a Little Lamb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it it, it made mm-hmm. her day, or at least it got her over whatever it was she was going through. Mm-hmm. And so that's that that just speaks to the power of music mm-hmm. and and how it, it can really change and speak to people. Mm. Yeah. Most definitely. All right. I wanna kind of circle back out of the out of the teacher's uh, perspective to a player's perspective mm-hmm. so when did you because you do play at church yes so when did that when did um when did that start and then you're also and you're also a music director mm-hmm. like you know there have been plenty of performances that we've had that you have led the charge of leading the band <laughs> and so yeah. so how did that start and like how was it maybe i guess your first time your your first time doing it and maybe like what you've learned throughout kind of that process. Gotcha. But I just, I just wanted to know, but I also just want to know when you started playing in church, cause I don't know that timeline. Gotcha. So that, that started around about 2008. Um, around when I was in college mm-hmm. or let's see, no out of college at that point. Um, yeah, G and I were dating Mm-hmm. And I was attending the church where she was ministering and they had two keyboardists or they had had her dad on organ and they had another keyboardist as well playing auxiliaries. And so um, I was nervous about jumping into mm-hmm. the church pool just because at that time, Zach, I was strictly a reader. Right. At that at that time I had never tried to really play by ear. I, I I could sing and and I'd you know done tone memorization and you know matched this pitch and so I, I had an ear to to know what notes were and I obviously had been taking piano and and that sort of thing so I knew okay, you know, this is what a middle C sounds like under the tutelage of, of Mr. Mills. Right. Um, but yeah, I was, I was, I was nervous about getting my feet wet and Mm -hmm. and playing by ear in church. And so, yeah, it was about a good two years before I did. And like I said, in about 2008, that's when I took the leap and asked the pastor, Hey, you mind if I come along and play Mm -hmm. with you guys? Um, and so, yeah, they, they allowed me to, and, so now we got three keyboardists in church, mm-hmm. including me. And I never forget the first song we did. I had heard it before. They had sung it before, but I did not know it. And so I had to 
figure out. I didn't even know what key it was in. And so I remember pretty much most of the song, or no, all of the song, I spent trying to find out. Oh, goodness. Where the key was. Do you was. remember the, what song this was? Uh, let's see. They would call it Sing Unto the Lord. I don't know if that's the actual name of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Sing unto the Lord, bless his holy name. Sing unto the Lord, mm-hmm. bless his holy name. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway... I did not, like I said, throughout that whole song, I'm doing. Doom, 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 oh doom, goodness! Doom. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm half you're trying stepping, to figure. You're trying to figure it out. Trying to find out where's one mm-hmm. in this song, and they, because I'm the new guy, they 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 have my volume down anyway on my board, mm. so it's not you know causing the cacophony in the song. Absolutely <laughs> can't can't have those can't have those. So anyway, yeah, I, that that was another humbling experience for me, um, and that's that's how my playing by ear journey began. I started um, asking Mr. Mitchell questions and, mm-hmm. and getting some um, some advice and counsel and guidance from him as far as building my repertoire mm-hmm. for church music, and he showed me um, some songs, some common songs that they did. And then after after that, I started to kind of get my groove and get the hang of it. But um, I say probably about a good year after that, I was starting to lead um, lead and an M and MD at mm-hmm. church. Um, and it started with the youth choir. Um, I started basically learning their material solely and then teaching it to the other musicians that were there. And that's that's how that process started. Um, as far as church goes, now, mm-hmm. as, as far as MDing for the gigs that you and I have taken part in, um, <laughs> that came about because there was a bass player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that we know who shall go unnamed but this this guy played with some big names before and he was playing with us mm-hmm. well this was before he came around though too well, that you know. were MDing stuff Mm-mm, not not for Mitchell's stuff the recital in 2008 were you not I mean like you were MDing you were MDing that I don't well perhaps you're MDing that stuff Okay. Maybe Rhythm so. is gonna get you. You were you were MDing. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, that's strange though. You were MDing that stuff way before way before that. I say that because mm-hmm. that wasn't something that I volunteered for, and uh-huh. I think the Mitchells because you know it was their thing. I think you know I think there were, may have been a little hesitancy in letting me take the charge. I was still young. I was still, you know, yeah. in, in my twenties and everything, mm-hmm. and so that wasn't an opportunity or a, a, a position or a title that I that I sought after. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do remember when the bass player came along and he said, "Hey, Stephen knows this stuff. I think he ought to do it." I remember yeah. him specifically saying, saying that, that, and then in the, in a rehearsal, and I was, yeah. and so now all eyes are on me, and now, lo and behold, now I'm having to lead this 12-piece band. Mm-hmm. It was the one at the Douglas that time where we had a horn section and had like two drummers. Oh, it's a whole shebang. Yeah, three keyboard players, mm-hmm. like two guitarists, percussionists, five background singers, a lead vocal, and probably a partridge in a pear tree somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and that... <laughs> And that that experience was was I, I, at least I consider my first beyond what you and I okay would, got you beyond what you and I did because that was one it was on stage it was it wasn't like in a pit oh, okay yeah, yeah like the stuff that you and I did for recitals and everything this was an actual showcase yeah or an actual show mm-hmm. of, of 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 a cover of or covers of different songs mm-hmm. and I remember it because. Um, I, I, at the end of it, I was hoarse. Mm, Cause so, you were just yelling. I was yelling, yelling. out yeah, yeah. everything. Yeah. Go to the four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go to the one. Oh yeah. To the fam. 
every section i'm i'm screaming over you know mm -hmm. 15 umpteen people mm -hmm. um performing to try and guide us through and so yeah that was that that was an ordeal but yeah that's that's how it came along people ultimately saw the potential in me mm -hmm. i think and gave me an opportunity and i just kind of i said okay i'll i'll give it a shot got you if if see where it goes if i if i fail okay it was a learning experience mm -hmm. if if i soar and and fly high then hey great got you so musically what so what would you say that you do now currently musically and then what do you aim to do musically because i know you don't do music full-time so yes yes um ultimately i like to teach that if I would love to do that full time and I'm starting to get some students even now. Mm -hmm. It's very small, but that's that would be that would be in game for me. Mm. Um is is to teach more and to pour and impart to people what I've been blessed to to know and learn. Mm -hmm. And so that's 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 where I want to go. Okay, got you. Ultimately, um Let's see here. What was your other? Um, I, I was I was saying like, what do you currently do oh, okay. mu musically now, and then and then what did you want to do? So. Okay. Um, as far as musically now, I I, I main the mainstay is playing for my church. Mm -hmm. Um, and do that yeah do that every week. Um, been doing that for gosh I guess since two thousand eight, mm -hmm. so about over fifteen years yeah. now. But you still gig here and there though occasionally yes um mm -hmm. i don't gig that much mm -hmm. to be honest um mostly it'll be stuff that my wife who is a singer mm -hmm. she'll she'll get an opportunity and she'll ask me to to accompany her mm -hmm. on um the last one i had was let's see here i think maybe well may not be the last one but the most noticeable notable one that I remember was back in November. I um, I think I told you about it because I had to put together my own band mm -hmm. for the for the first time. I, I I've never put together my own band before. Uh, most of the guys that I that I've played with, you know, they they were already contracted out. Yeah. And so, yeah, last November, I had to put together my own group, and and that was that was fun. It was just a, just a trio. And we were just doing, you know, dinner music, light, smooth jazz stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, those 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 gigs come along every now and again. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, yeah, maybe 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 a handful, a quarter. Um, but but yeah, that and yeah, I, I love those types of opportunities or any opportunity where I can glean and learning. Mm -hmm learn and grow um done a few studio sessions um with another band um and we've recorded some material and that that was that that was that's been in been a been a great opportunity for me because again never never had that type mm -hmm. of type of opportunity and so yeah so yeah, I do that, do that occasion. I haven't done it so much mm -hmm. um, this year. It was more so last year and the year before that. I did, mm -hmm. did some recordings at at Capricorn. Yeah. And um, so anyway, yeah, that's most mostly mostly is here and there that I that I have have some gigs that pop up. Mm -hmm. Got you. And so um, cool. No, I dig it. So I know you've told some horror stories, <laughs> but what is the, can you think of one of the, the worst gigs that you've had <laughs> or one of the worst instances that you were playing? Like what's the worst on, per, per, preferably on your end? Cause I know you and I can think of oh, yeah. one particular situation. And that's where my mind went. But I, but I was, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm going to angle it back to, to your end. Like when it was on you. Okay. Like, not that it happened while you happened to be on the gig. Mm. Let's see here. Does it uh, has to be like a, I guess, a secular or? A... No, no, no. It doesn't have to. If okay. you were, if you were on the keys, 
Mm-hmm. Something bad that has happened. And I crashed and burned. Oh, that, that's happened quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? It's just going to end it. And unfortunately, it's it's just going to happen again. That's oh, yeah. just it's just how it goes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's just how it goes. Like sometimes you can't keep it in the road. No. Sometimes no. it's it's just you just might have to crash. Yeah. Um, well, uh, let's see here. There was the last event that you and I did um, at the Douglas. And I completely butchered that intro to um what was a natalie cole song oh paper moon yes paper moon wasn't that bad i i apologize to the to the singer on that song oh that, that's how bad i felt about it um because yeah it was it was it was all on me mm-hmm. um i guess yeah, I, I ain't i ain't like that I, I was, you got it <laughs> you know it wasn't a complete derailment we got yeah, yeah i wasn't yeah um let's see here there's been a time at church where i just flat out didn't know the song like the 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 worship leader called it uh-huh and i i had to summon her over yeah yeah and i, I said I, I do not know this. i don't know this song. you know I, when I, I first started there <laughs> that that happened once or twice because it was like because that was i was like i'd listen to it like once or twice oh, yeah, yeah this is easy and then like i get there and i'm like if you give me like <laughs> if you give me like 40 seconds to do it i'm like yeah, so that actually happened a couple of a couple of times with me too. Yeah, and so um except I didn't even know that, I didn't even see this song on the list. So Oh like, man. So like And then they caught it out during like there was no run through before. There was no walkthrough before like this is what we're doing. Church is going. This is yes. time for the selection. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Song B. I didn't even know song B was on the what list. The thing? I was like, wait, I <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> And so the worship leader, she was she was very professional. She, you know, praise the Lord, everybody, and mm-hmm. you know, got us got us through. And she got called out she called out a different song that, uh-huh. that I didn't that know. you knew that she knew that you knew right. Okay. And so thankfully, you know, was able to get through that. Um, gosh, that I feel like there's a ton more that I'm forgetting though beyond that where I just just bombed completely. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. Those are rough, though. But you, yeah. and then you said some rough ones in the midst of the episode. So, so I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it happens, man. Absolutely. All right. Um, top three, top three, top three keyboard players that you know, and top three like national recording artists or legend keyboard players. Oh gosh. Um. That's that's very hard. Um. Ones that I know, I'd say, I'm going to give a shout out to my boy Cornelius Spencer. Oh, yeah. Um, met him in high school. <laughs> and so, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I've seen him grow and, and continue. Um, let's see here. I guess Tyrone. I met him. Tyrone Jackson? Yes. He will be on mm-hmm. in two episodes. <laughs> I met him at at a Chandra Corelli gig in Atlanta, and mm-hmm. I was. Then this was before you had gone to him. Yeah, and I was so when I found out, I was like, "Dude, you you need to sponge everything mm-hmm. that that he has to throw your way." Um, let's see here. Uh, I don't. Another one that I that I'm impressed with. Let's see. I'm going to say, gosh, that's hard. If you want to go to four or five, you can, to not, as in to not leave anybody out. Okay. Um, well, most of the musicians that I know are church musicians. And, Which, yeah, you know. And I, and I, you know, just me personally, I believe, you know, we're, we're like the short order, short order cooks of, of music. Like we can do it all, mm-hmm. um, even though we may not, you know, be on the bigger bigger stages and everything. So I, I really feel like church musicians, mm-hmm. you know, are are very undervalued mm. and underestimated. 
Um, so, gosh, you know what? I, I I'll go with Davion. Davion Battle. Oh, okay. Um, because he. When he came on the scene, I met him in college, and when he came on the scene, nobody knew who he was. Nobody knew anything about him. But, mm-hmm. man, talk about somebody that can pick up anything and has perfect pitch mm-hmm. and can play the mess out of some jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, I, I still I'm, – I'm glad to, to know him and still be able to get in contact with him. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll go with Davion Battle gotcha. as, my, as my third. Cool. So that's the top three you know. So now yes. top three, like, national – I guess I got to go with Corey, um, Corey Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think though. Where have I? There was somebody. I'm gonna go with Richard Smallwood. Okay. Oh, that's a good pick. No, the gospel. Mm-hmm. But shoot. But on piano. On piano. Oh yeah. He he can do anything. This is the dude to play Beethoven in front of you. Um uh let's see here. I I really f- there was there was a lady that somebody sent me an Asian artist that I had never heard of before. Hiromi? Kyoko Matsui. Maybe maybe one of them. I wanna say it was like Or is it a Wayne? guy and then he said it was a no, this 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 is a guy or a girl. This this is a woman. Okay. Who this lady is? Because somebody Cornelia is the one who mm-hmm. texts me it. Um. And so hopefully, I still have it somewhere. Okay, I hope this doesn't play. But if it does, just just edit it out. Mm-hmm. Yuja Wang. Uh-huh. Yeah, this this lady and I, I I'm partial to classical mm-hmm. pianists. Again, I, I feel like, you know, they don't get as much love as they probably should. Mm-hmm. Um but this lady she she combines both classical stuff mm-hmm. there's a clip that i'll send you where she's doing turkish march but she does a variation on it man and it's just this is just one like, of those like dude mm. so yeah i'll, I'll go with yuja wang um richard smallwood Corey. all right yeah we'll, we'll take it um super group you have unlimited budget unlimited availability that means you so you can put together a rhythm section. It's kind of gone off the rails. People have started putting aux players in multiple. <laughs> so you can you can kind of do what you want, uh-huh. but um, rhythm section, horn section, if you want to, and and lead vocalist. Unlimited budget, unlimited availability. Uh, availability. They just have to be alive. Okay, just have to be alive. And this yeah. is like a four piece, five piece. This is be however many pieces you want to. Okay. This is your event. You you put together the band, oh, whatever music you decide to, whatever you decide to do. Oh, if you wow. want to be there on Ox in the back, you can. Oh no. If you, if you don't want to play, no, no. Who, but who who's in the band? I, who's I just, doing it? Yeah. Yeah, I just want to be on the front row, mm-hmm. um, in the audience. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm do. I so I've. Yeah. I'm gonna Richard Smallwood. Did he not pass away? He did. I didn't know. I want to say, don't. I, I don't want to put that on him. I don't think. I don't know. Anyway, I can choose somebody else. That's okay. But if he let's choose someone else, just I really am not sure. <laughs> look, look it up real quick. Look it up real quick. I, I, I don't want to say. I would feel like I would know. Like somebody would have said something. If if he had, but who is something about the name? G? I know he passed. Oh no, that's that's not him. Yeah, I know that's not him, but I no, thought he's, he's still going. He's seventy four. Yeah, he is. Richard Smallwood. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Uh, yeah, he's he's yeah. So yeah, I I'll put him on mains and and lead or or MD. Yeah, put him on main, MD it. 
because I, I love how he incorporates, you know, or, orchestral things mm-hmm. in his gospel pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, I, I put Corey on organ just mm-hmm. just just because. And I don't really know. Oh, man. I do not know this bass player's name. Save my life. Who does he play with, or she? I don't know. I don't even know if it's a male or, or if, if it's a man or a woman. To be honest, I I just remember the song that I heard this bass player on, and I was blown because he, he he ran all over this thing. Mm-hmm. It was um, Valencia Lacey and her group, and the song was big. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the song. Okay, yeah. Big. So whoever played bass on that song. <laughs> whoever played bass on that song. That person. That guy. So this is Richard Smallwood, Corey Henry, whoever played bass on Valencia's song, who's on drums. Gracious. Um, see, I don't know that many drummers. Like nationally known, it can be somebody you know, though. But yeah, so because yeah, I, I I know a lot of the guys that I know, I, or at least I feel like the guys that I know can go toe to toe with anybody. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm gonna give I'm I'm gonna give Kenneth Sanders some love. Oh yeah, because um, yeah, that's that's my go to for any any mm-hmm. gig that I'm gonna have mm-hmm. on drums. Um, and that's you know I, I feel bad for some of the other drums that I know. But yeah, Ken Ken Ken's gonna get the job done, and mm-hmm. I barely have to look at him mm-hmm. in order for him to know where I'm going or what what needs to be done. So, and he because he's a local guy, I, you know, I, he he doesn't give a whole lot. He doesn't get a whole lot of exposure, um, at least not in Middle Georgia anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so yeah, I put Ken Sanders on on Kit, and let's see here. Yeah, I think I don't I don't really know that many guitarists either. Hey, well, you've already got your chorus. So who who's the front person? If you're not going to do guitar or horns, if you because you don't want to, but you got the you got the core group. So who's oh, who's the lead vocalist? So a lot who's of, the people that who who are they accompanying? Oh man, um, that's gonna be real tough, Zach. Um, I thought as an avid fan of the show, I thought you would be, pre- I really thought you might've been prepared for this question since so, you like, yeah. So I, I had in my mind, mm-hmm. but so I was, I was thinking like a gospelish like show mm-hmm. and I want to do, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to say, I'm going to say Olita Adams. Okay. Just, just because I could go with some, you know, some, I guess, more well-known names. Mm-hmm. You know, I know everybody's kind of chosen Layla Hathaway. I know a lot of people might go with Donnie McClurkin or mm-hmm. Yolanda Adams, and and those, and those, you know, powerhouses, mm-hmm. Tasha Cobbs and and such. But I, I kind of like to to give honor to the people that don't get as much. Mm-hmm. And I, I fell in love with with um, the song that she did. Holy, holy, mighty, worthy is the Lamb. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the song. Worthy is the Lamb. I kind of fell in love with that when I was younger, and mm-hmm. I, I loved how she did that. Mm-hmm. And the arrangement on it as well, and I like her voice, um, particularly. I don't know if I don't know where she is, mm-hmm. um, or anything like that, but I, I feel like she could probably do whatever mm-hmm. is is done um, justice. Gotcha. Would you ever do your own project? If if I had the budget for it, if I had see that's the thing. I'm not much of a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife more so is, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. If, if if I had if I have the material and I have the budget for it, yeah, why not? But it's not like an immediate desire to like you know what I want to put out a record. One day. <laughs> no, not not really. At, at least not at this this phase of life where I where I am right now. Mm-hmm. I still have young children to raise and mm-hmm. 
and that sort of thing and a house provide for. But, you know, maybe maybe some years down the road when things start to ease up, um, then, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. maybe I'll I'll seek that out. But at the moment, no, no, it's, it's not something that's that's at the forefront or something that I really aspire to do. Gotcha. Hey, fair enough. All right. Last question. What do you want to leave with the people? Oh, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> some cliche just came in my head. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, let's see. Um, don't be afraid to, to make a mistake. Don't be afraid to, to push yourself and to, um, for lack of a better word, make a fool of yourself Mm. is what I would encourage people. I think too many times we, our fear of other people's reactions to what we do hinder us from doing ultimately what we're, what we probably need to do anyway. Mm -hmm. And so I, I would encourage anybody listening to, Hey, if you fall flat on your face, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, a, I'm a living testimony. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's happened hundreds of times, but, but keep on going and, and dust yourself off, count it as a learning experience. And, and as my dad would say, give it that old, he would always, whatever grade I was in. He oh, wow. Whatever grade. <laughs> he's like, yeah. So he said this, you know, just about every day he dropped me off at school give it that old first grade try, Steve. Mm-hmm. Give it that old second grade. And when I got in college, give it that old college try. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's stuck with me. I even tell my kids that too, you know, mm-hmm. just try your best. If, if it doesn't, if it doesn't go as, as well as you would like it to, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's redemption. There is, there's a point, there's a, a lesson in it. And mm. it's something that, I think is necessary in your growth and and yeah I that's that's what I would encourage all right I feel you I've got a I've got a message behind behind me that says mistakes are just proof that you are trying Mm. and I I have it I I found it at a at a store and I once I saw it 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 resonated with me and so Mm -hmm. yeah keep trying Keep keep going. Don't worry about the mistakes. Don't worry about failures, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Quote. Um, count it all. Count it all joy. Mm-hmm. Count it all a learning experience. We've all all been there. Got you. I feel you. Uh, socials. You're not really on social media <laughs> like that though. That's always my question. Like, but you don't right. be. But like, it's I, it's on the script. It's, yes. So I got it. So yeah. I'm. Let's see. Uh, I'm on Facebook, Stephen Thornton. Uh, I guess it's facebook.com slash Thornton. if anybody wants to look me up um, there. Um, I do have Instagram. I think it's underscore Stephen Thornton underscore. Um, I do have Twitter as well, which I am hardly ever on, mm-hmm. but it's clumsily Stephen. That's clumsily the, the, Goodness gracious. the word. So yeah, my, my wife's <laughs> stage name is gracefully Gia. Ah, so ah, I, so nah, I see what you did. I see what you did. And said clumsily, Steven. I see what you did. Yeah. Now that kind of, it kind of makes sense now, because I was like, what? I was like, <laughs> why? Why'd you do that? <laughs> yeah, it was a play on on her name, just to yeah. be, just to be silly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those those are the only platforms that I really uh, have installed on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody cares to get in contact with me that way. Gotcha. All right. I appreciate you. I appreciate you uh, being on. Appreciate you in general. Oh, yeah. Like I said, without these teachers, the version of Zach Wilson that is here now would not be <laughs> the, the, the version. We didn't even talk about how you taught like, like your actual role in teaching me. Oh yeah. But it was, uh, um, but not like Steven. So, so Mr. Mitchell was the first taught me like where to put my hands on the piano. Mm-hmm. And then Steven came in and it was like, when it was time to learn like a super major classical piece, 
he would take on that role and he would specifically just teach me that. Right. And we would and we would break it down measure. Oh yeah. Measure by measure, note by note, mm-hmm. going thirty BPM. <laughs> we we ain't we ain't going nowhere. Oh yeah. And you Take do slow. those four measures over, over and over and over and over. Yes. But anyways, that discipline of course helped me through through college and just like and and even when we were doing the other gigs, you know, mm-hmm. helped me to also watching you be an MD that that helped me as well too. Wow! But um, I didn't know that. Oh no, ab- absolutely, absolutely, because I'm wa- I'm watching how you're communicating with everybody and and that sort of in that sort of situation and um, but yeah, yeah, the version of me without Mark Mitchell, Stephen Thornton, Jay Adams, who's on the next episode, Tyrone Jackson, who's on the episode after that. If I didn't, if I didn't have those four, the version of Zach Wilson would be different. So I, I just played my part. Much of, hey man, just a vessel, <laughs> just, just a humble servant. But anyways, I appreciate you. Thank you for being on. This has been the Major Keys Podcast. Keep pressing on. See y'all next time. Mm-hmm.